Hello and welcome to UCC 98.3 FM. My name is AJ Whelan and this is Vinyl and Vibes. This is show number 51 and this is a big show. So this week is a very important week in music history as this week the last ever songs for the Beatles will be released. So how this being done is in the 90s it was recorded, it was in, it was in the 70s it was recorded by John Lennon and then in the 90s the other Beatles tried to redo it but they couldn't because it was too far gone. The, the, the restoration process wasn't uh, far along they didn't have the technology but now that they do they decided to go back and Ringo and Paul have gone back and they've uh, they've with, with George Harrison's 90s guitar and John Lennon's 70s vocals they've decided to put out the the song perfectly so it's coming out tomorrow and it'll be released the day after as well and it is this is a huge day for music so my plan for this week is to catch you up since 1970 since they've been broke since they've broken up where have the Beatles been what have they been up to that is my job I'm going to start now in 1970 with this album All Things Must Pass by George Harrison Enjoy
What a beautiful tune. That was My Sweet Lord by George Harrison. Came out in 1970 off his album All Things Must Pass. So, on a quick fun fact, All Things Must Pass is my favourite album of all time. I think it is an absolutely stunning piece of work. So, what happened in 1970 with the Beatles? So, 1970, you have the release of uh, Let It Be, which is the last album, the, the album that was recorded during the Get Back sessions. And you can see that now. Uh, but that was... It was recorded before Abbey Road, but it was released afterwards. But by the, by the time it was released, the band had already been broken up. So what what happened was, you can see in the documentary, the Beatles, were, they were always bickering. And they were just, they, well, they weren't always bickering. In the documentary, there's many, many, many instances where they're having fun. But they just decided, you know what, let's just go our own ways. John Lennon said to the group, I will be leaving. But then Paul McCartney announced first that he'd be leaving with the, with the release of his first album McCartney 1 but at the time it was just called Paul McCartney McCart- it was just called McCartney by Paul McCartney but the cover art is beautiful but there's no word on it but it's just, it's McCartney because he plays every instrument on it and he sings every every word and he wrote it and he produced himself so it's McCartney 1 uh, and little did he know that there'd be McCartney 2 and 3 maybe he did I don't know but in 1970 uh, you had uh, starting off with Ringo Starr, he had an album called Sentimental Journey in 1970. He also had an album called Boku of Blues in 1970. Now, uh, none of them are really have stood the test of time. They're all quite country-oriented albums. But the best, the Beatle that got off the best foot straight away was George Harrison. George Harrison was the first Beatle after the breakup. Even though he wasn't the first Beatle to release an album or a single, he was the first Beatle after the breakup to have an album go number one and a single to go number one. So for the first two or three years after the Beatles broke up, George Harrison was on top and he was absolutely seen as, okay, we completely took this guy for granted the whole time he was in the Beatles. Now, John Lennon, uh, and George Harrison, uh, this isn't their first time releasing, releasing and Paul McCartney actually, solo music before breaking up from the Beatles. In 1967, Paul McCartney had this album called The Family Way, which is a soundtrack to an album of a movie, apologies, of the same name. And George Harrison had two albums out. One was called Wonderwall Music, which was a score he did for uh, a, a movie. The movie was about like a peep and tom magician kind of thing it was really really weird but the album is actually quite cool and at the end of it there's also a version of the inner light by the beatles with a like an extended version with some more more cuts but john lennon also ha- had a, an album out called uh two virgins which on the point is the is on spotify and it's it, it's it's bad. It's a bad album. It's just noises that him and yoko created so the story behind the album is that him and yoko came together one night when uh one day when John's wife Cynthia was away and they spent all night covering making this album of just noises and sounds and you can tell it was made in one day quickly and very badly put together and then at the end of that session they consummated their relationship is the best way I could put it over radio but then they released the album and they're both naked on the front and on the back uh, and well it's, the, it's, an, it's a bit of nothing album and it's the same with their second album where they did the exact same thing John Lennon and Yoko Ono, Unfinished Music Number 2, Life with the Lions. And then George Harrison had an album, that was 1969, well, 68 and 69 respectively, but in 1969, George Harrison had an album out called Electric Sound, which is just him messing around with a, with a Moog synthesizer. And then in 1969, John Lennon and Yoko did it again with an album called uh, a Wedding Album. They didn't, they didn't take the hint, they kept going, going, going. But then in 1970, the, the band is broken up. And each of the four Beatles put out an album. Paul McCartney, McCartney 1, Ringo Starr, Boku of Blues, and Sentimental Journey. George Harrison, All Things Must Pass, and John Lennon 
Plastic Ono Band is the name of the album. Now, the album that did the best was George Harrison's All Takes Must Pass, and that was the song you just heard. But to take something off the... Where will we go next? I'm going to have to go on Spotify next, so I don't have time to change the... Uh, I have a lot to get through in this show, because I'm just I'm going to rattle off history from 1970 to today, because a lot has happened. But, you know, the load does lessen, because, you know, we did, sadly, we lost two Beatles along the way. But where will we go next? We're going to go on Spotify next for a song by John Lennon. Uh, you know what? We'll go to this song. This is a cover, and it came out much later. But, uh, yeah, this is a cover. We're going to do this one. This came out a few years later, and I will get to the album. But I really like this, and I think it's a big, nice place to put it. And it goes well with the song we just played, My Sweet Lord. So this is a cover of, of uh, Stand By Me by John Lennon. It came out in 
Oh, what a fun little album. So that album was uh, Rock and Roll by John Lennon, 1975. And it's just an album of John doing covers of some of his favourite songs from the 50s. That's all the album is. It was, it was a very quick, a very good album. He recorded a song, Walls and Bridges. Actually, I'll get to that. I'll come back to it because we're going in chronological order. So the year, we're, we're currently in the year 1970. We're on 1971. In 1971, John Lennon releases his Imagine album, Palm Imagine. Paul McCartney and Lyndon McCartney released Ram, which is at the time is heavily, heavily criticised, but right now is seen as one of the greatest albums Paul McCartney has ever released, and is also seen as one of the beginning albums of indie rock. In the same year, he formed a band called Wings, and they put out a song called Wildlife, but at this time, because Pomp Candy was so lambasted and just so attacked for his sound on uh, Paul on uh, on Ram and from McCartney, they decided feck that lads, I'm going a completely different sound and he tried to stay away from the Beatles as much as he could and he spent the majority of his, career, of his career trying to stay away from the Beatles sound it wasn't until the 90s that he finally started to reincorporate it back into his sound because he got older, he, he was like okay, I used to be the Beatles I, I still had the Beatles in me, I'm going to make Beatles songs and that's what he did and then 1972 uh, it, was, it was a bit of a low year for the Beatles nothing really happened uh, I know in 73, the next year George Harrison released his second album since leaving the Beatles Living in the Material World, which also hits number one, and it has some amazing songs on it. I've I brought it in before. I didn't bring it in this time purely because I well, I do other songs and other things I want to hit that I haven't hit before. But I have played the song "Give Me Love, Give Me Peace on Earth," and "Be Here Now" before. But if I were to bring it in again, I probably would have played uh, uh, "Who Can See It" or "Try Some and Buy Some." Bangladesh, Bangladesh was a song that he actually. George Harrison, he paved the way for Band-Aid. How did he do that? In 1972, I think it was 72, it was kind of 72 or 73, he released, uh, he, he brought all his big musician named friends together in Madison Square Garden and they uh, performed the concert. You know, Bob Dylan was there, you had members of uh, Billy Preston was there, you had Ringo was there, a lot of people named, other people named, I can't think off the top of my head, I should have written it down, written it down, but I didn't. But they all came together and they performed this massive benefit concert and all the money then went to Bangladesh because his friend Ravi Shankar uh, asked him to help out with the situation in any way he could. And this is all George Harrison knew to do was to make music. So how can he make, how can he help by making music? By bringing all the musicians together, raising money and sending it off. Thus, he was the first person to ever do do this, and then that led to the creation of Band-Aid uh, just on, on the 15 years later. And so George Harrison really paved the way in that respect. And then he, that was after this album, Living in a Material World, but he also had this song, uh, Bangladesh, uh, which is it credited? I wonder if it is. Show credits. is No, written by George Harrison, but all the, all the song royalties go towards, well, it did anyway, went to Bangladesh and his fund, uh, George Harrison fund. And money from that show is still money from the because you can only buy it on app on iTunes, and all the money raised is still going to good causes today. So good on George Harrison for that. It's really, you know, is probably it, as as Beatles fans know George Harrison. That's probably what George exactly what George Harrison would have wanted. Like him out in seventy three, and then in seventy four, uh, George Harrison released his uh, Dark Horse album. But because he spent seventy four and seventy three, he was so busy with concerts and touring and promotion that when it came to actually recording the album, he was absolutely horsed. And it wasn't it wasn't his best album by far because he, he you know he was so busy, but in 19, also also nineteen seventy three we had uh, a, a, a big albums for everybody particularly Ringo Starr had his first big hit with the album Ringo and I'm gonna play a song off that and then I'm gonna come back to nineteen seventy three after that but this is my favorite Ringo Starr song of all time and it was actually co-written with uh, George Harrison because. Ringo isn't the best songwriter, 
but he has best friends who are so they help him write some of his best songs and that's one of this this is 1973 this is Ringo Starr this is Photograph A little fuzzy, that album. A little, little fuzzy. That's only because it's very, very old. This, this is original. It's 1973. But on the back, it has here listed in credits. It has written by Rich, Rich, Richard Starkey and George Harrison. So Richard Starkey is uh, 
with Ringo's actual name. And on drums it has Ringo and a guy called Jim Keltner. And on bass it has a guy called Klaus Vorman. Now they're quite important people. They don't. They never spend any time in the spotlight with the Beatles, but they appear on many of the Beatles' solo works after the fact, even all the way up into the 90s. Jim Keltner was on. Jim Keltner was even in the Travelling Wilburys. He was the drummer, but he was never credited. But like he's not, so he's probably one of the most humble musicians ever. He's had... He's appeared in some of the biggest albums ever, but he has remained humble the entire time. So fair juice to him. That's very good. Very good going. And the same with Klaus Vorman. He appeared on many George albums and uh, many uh, John and Ringo albums. He's a very accomplished, two very accomplished musicians. Uh, so I'm trying to stay in the same year for that. I'm actually going to, right now, I'm going to change the, the vinyl, take the vinyl off. Here comes off Ringo. A really cool bit of this album is that on the... The inner piece, the little sticker in the middle, there's a, it's Ringo in a star, like he's trapped in a, a plastic sheet star thing. Just a little bit of trivia that you can only see if you're in studio with me. And I'm alone today, so I'm the only person that can see that. So, <laughs> quite funny. But when we move on next, we're in 1973. What else happened in 1973? I've gone a bit too far, I've got to scroll back for myself. 1973 also had my favourite Wings album and one of my favourite John Lennon albums. So, 1973... Side of the microphone is very far away from the turntable. So 1973 was a very good album for me as a fan. And I also had a a live album. One, one, two, three. I'm trying to count the rings here. I hope that's right. I'm trying to get back to the radio. So uh, 1973 also had Mind Games by John Lennon. And in 1974 I had an album called Walls and Bridges. And in 1973 I had Band on the Run, a Paul McCartney classic. It also had, early on in the year, 1973, was Red Rose Speedway. So these, ev- all these albums are steeped in history. Uh, Walls and Bridges was recorded by John Lennon in 1973 uh, with Phil Spector, but then Phil Spector ran off with the tapes, and it wasn't until 1974 he can get the tapes back and released it. Uh, no, that was the rock and roll. I can't remember, one of, one of those two. <laughs> anyway, I'm so sorry, I should have got that right. Paul McCartney, Band on the Run, that was recorded in Nigeria. And John Lennon, Mind Games, it was uh, him and Yoko just went on, on, a, on a split, and they would be split for 18 months. And John Lennon, he designed the cover art to see that Yoko Ono is a massive mountain behind him. He's walking away, showing, John Le- showing, showing Yoko's importance. And the Ringo album is just full of little collaborations. And there's a lovely book on the inside with all the lyrics, and it has all bl- lovely ha- like pencil artwork. It's just very nice very nice album and a very nice just put together I'm going to move now to in 1974 there was this Wings Over America so Wings were touring America and this is one of the songs that they played this is a song called uh, High 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 uh, it, was a, it was a Wings mega hit at the time and it's still really good this is a live version and I think it is uh, the best version so I hope you enjoy this is High 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 by Wings Station. You were standing with a boot 
That was Hi 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 by Paul McCartney and Wings. So, uh, fun fact, after the first Wings album, it wasn't received that well, so Wings changed their name to Paul McCartney and Wings, which is why you might see some albums are Wings and some albums are Paul McCartney and Wings, but that from that is Paul McCartney and Wings. Uh, and they did a tour over America, in America, obviously it's not over America, but the band was called uh, Wings Over America. The fun album, there's some amazing takes of some songs. It is a triple, uh, triple? triple album. It has three discs and a three three full discs on either side and it is just jam-packed with some amazing tunes on it let's see what else is there they also do covers of some Beatles songs but there's a 1974 he also had out his Venus and Mars album oh that isn't listed here oh no it is in 75 well this must have been 75 so am I being silly yeah 75 not 74 doesn't matter 74 had Walls and Bridges Goodnight Vienna by Ringo Starr and Dark Horse by George Harrison. In 75, you had uh, Venus and Mars by Wings. Uh, you had Rock and Roll by John Lennon, which we played earlier, and Extra Texture, Read All About It by George Harrison. Now, that was very poorly received album. Extra Texture was just an album that George Harrison made to get out of a contract with EMI. He didn't want to be contracted anymore. He wanted to do his own thing for a while. And he did. So he got out of the contract with some, some good songs, some bad songs, but it, it kind of seems as a nothing album. Nothing really happens on it. It's also quite depressing. Not going to lie, I've, I've listened to it a few times and you kind of end up depressing. It was just to get out of the contract. But uh, Venus and Mars, and then in the same year, by by Wings, which is Paul McCartney, came out uh, and it was an absolutely amazing album. I really love it. I've I brought it in here a few times. I've played most songs on it by now. Uh, on top of my head, I love this song. At the, the end album, uh, Lonely Old People, what's it called? I'll get up here. Venus and Mars. Venus and Mars. Uh... The last album is called Treat Her Gently, Lonely Old People. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking of. It's an amazing song. Also has The, the Letting Go, was also performed live in that album in, uh, in Wings Over America. Magneto Entertainment Man is about comic book characters, but it's very fun. You gave me the answer. It's just an amazing album. It is well worth the listen. 1975, it is brilliant. 76, we have Ringo Starr with his R- Ringo's Rotogravure. And they can never pronounce it. Then George Harrison had an album called... 33 and a third, followed by Ringo again, Ringo the fourth, and then there was a, a there was a bit of a gap there in 76. Sorry, Ringo the fourth was 77. At this stage, John Lennon is back with Yoko after John Lennon rock and roll, but he is now on a five-year hiatus from making music. He's kind of he's done everything he needed to do. On the Walls and Bridges album in 1974, he had a collaboration song with Elton John called uh, "Whatever Gets You Through the Night." Uh, have I played it before? If I have played it before, I won't play it now. Whatever. I have played it before, yeah. He, he, so he made a song with, with, with uh, Elton John, and Elton John bet John Lennon that if he couldn't, if, he, if it went to number one in the US chart, he'd have to come onto his stage and he'd have to perform a song with John Lennon in one of his shows. And surely, in a, almost instantly after it came out, it went to number one in the charts. And then... True to his word, John Lennon came out onto the stage and performed this song with Elton John. But sadly, that was the last time John Lennon ever performed live. But it was a treat for people who were there. They performed this song along with uh, a few Beatles numbers. And he, he performed, I remember he performed uh, I Saw Her Standing There, which is, a, which is a Paul song. So even though he was, you know, performing him, he decided to go out there and play some Paul songs because as a nod to his friends. Because even though they were on and off each other for for year, for all of the seventies, all all four of the Beatles were on with each other for a, a length of the seventies. Except George. No, except Ringo. Everyone loves Ringo. You can't get out about Ringo. 
77 was a bit of a, low, a lull year. 78, Wings had uh, an album called London Town, which has one of the most depressing album covers ever. But the complete album was recorded in the, uh, the Virgin Islands on a yacht. But the album cover is in front of London Bridge. It's all black and white. The font is all ugly and brown and different colours. It's just a horrible album cover. And honestly, that album cover put me off the album because there are some good songs on it. Not all of it's good now, but there's a lot of good songs on it. And it's kind of, it's just annoying. Uh, and let's see where we are. 1979 then, George Harrison released George Harrison. So he was also on, that was the name of the album. He released Till Three and a Third in 1976, which incl- which had a song on it about lawsuits because he was sued in 1970 for about three years about uh, his song My Sweet Lord because another band said to sound like their song. And ev- eventually they ruled that George Harrison unknowingly and subconsciously plagiarised his song. So he went on a, he released Till Three and a Third in 76 and then went on a three year gap and and went away on holiday he had a he had a kid with his uh, wife uh, Olivia Olivia Harrison now obviously I can't remember her her maiden name but he released George Harrison George Harrison the album and name uh, it's a pretty good album there's some fun songs on it I'll play a uh, I'll, I'll give a quick spin to if I have I have I played blow away if I have played blow away blow away I haven't I'm going to give a quick spin blow away by George Harrison is one of the more fun songs off the album. Uh, it is from 1979. Enjoy. Cracks in the leaves, the floorboards could 
So that was Blow Away by George Harrison off the album George Harrison. A lovely little number from 1979. So the next year, something major happened. 1980 was a very big year for all the Beatles. So this was the year that John Lennon died. But before this happened, an, I saw an album came out called McCartney 2. Once again, Paul McCartney, he left Wings. He decided he was, he was done with Wings. He was moving on with himself. And he recorded McCartney 2, which is, a, which is very forward uh, for the time. It was, it, was, it was ahead of its time. And sorry, I'm just double checking now if I've played a song before. Okay, I haven't played a song, uh, this song before. I'm going to play... I should have bought it in the vinyl, but I didn't. So I'm going to play... Hmm... He came up with this song. It's very forward. I'm going to play. Yeah, this is a, this this song is very important in Beatles history because some, some, it it caused a minor chain reaction on Spotify. I was going to play a different song. I'm going to save it for another day. This is coming up by 19. <laughs> this is Paul McCartney coming up in 1980 off McCartney two.
So it's the mid 1980s. So it is mid 1980, and this song is all over the radio. And you're John Lennon is driving along in his car, and he hears this song on, and he thinks, well, he says out loud, out loud, "Duck a pig." Now he didn't use the word duck. It rhymes with duck. You can make it up yourself. Duck a pig. It's Paul. And he thinks, oh my God, this is this is so different. This is different. To, this is different to the, the songs I know. Paul McCartney writes. So this encourages John to go back after a five-year hiatus from making music, go back and to write new songs and to put out a new album. And the new album came out later that year. It came out in November. So this time, around this date, today is November first. Around this date, what is it? Eight forty. I almost said eighty something years ago. Forty-three years ago. John Lennon came out, and this is the first songs, the first sound of a John Lennon album that you will hear after his long hiatus. This is Double Fantasy, is the name of the album in 1980. This is John Lennon with his song "Just Like Starting Over." Our life together is so precious. Together we have grown. We have grown, although our love is still special. Let's take a chance and fly away somewhere alone. It's been too long since we took the time. No one's to blame. No time flies so quickly.
that that was Just Like Starting Over which came out in 1980 off the Double Fantasy album for John Lennon and a month after this walking out of his walking out of his apartment in New York sadly John Lennon was shot and killed he didn't die straight away it was about an hour or two after he was rushed away he, he died of he bleeded he bled out and died of his wounds but this was a terrible and sad day for everyone for all the Beatles and now naturally anything the Beatles put out after this would be highly anticipated and extra scrutinized because they're, they're, they're now, it is just, well, anything they do will transcend them straight away. Paul McCartney then, a few, he puts out a few songs in, uh, in 1970. He doesn't anything for a while actually, until 1982. He has nothing out in, in the rest of 1980 and he has nothing out in 1981. Until 1982, he finally breaks his musical silence with this song. I'm going to try and just switch, quickly uh, switch, change over there to the vinyl. Don't mind me, just changing the vinyl, you know me. And he puts out this next song, a quick two and a bit minute song. And if I said, I really knew you well, what would your answer be? If you were here today, song here today is still performed in live in in live shows by Paul McCartney it came out in 1982 and the rest of the 80s there wasn't a lot happening for the for the for the Beatles they had a the George Harrison released a song in 87 he went on a hiatus of a few of, from 1982 to 1987 he released nothing and then came back in a bang with his Cloud 9 album but in between that you had uh, Paul McCartney play Pipes of Peace in 70 in 83 
also did a song an, a, a movie called Give My Regards to Broad Street that Beatles fans don't really talk about and they had an album in 1986 called Press to Play Ringo had a few albums George Harrison's 82 album was an album called Gone Tropo which is another album he did just to get out of a contract uh, I have nine minutes left and I have a few stories to get through so I was going to I was going to play Got My Mind Set on You but there's not a lot of time then in 1988 The Travelling Wilburys was born and then in 88 as well Paul did his cover album and in 1989, The Flowers in the Dirt album is my, probably my favourite Paul McCartney album that isn't Wings. That isn't, yeah, that isn't Wings. My favourite, like, Paul McCartney by himself album. You know, he, he did have a bit of help with a guy called uh, Elvis Costello, uh, performed in some songs and also helped produce and wrote some songs. But he, Paul McCartney is the only singer on the album and I really, really love that album. It's completely and utterly underrated. It, it's, it's gone unnoticed. And last night I was thinking about it. It's only 13 years older than me. But it came out in 1989, which is a million years ago. So I honestly don't know how that math works up, but it does work. And it's just, it's mad. Then 1990, Travelling Wilburys Volume 3 came out, which is the second Travelling Wilburys album. And Paul McCartney released a, a Liverpool Artorio, which is a, a, a an orchestral piece, an album in 1991, followed by Off the Ground, which is another album by Paul in 1993. Ringo did a few albums in between. And he, he he was he formed a ring. Sorry, Paul formed this little group called the Firemen. And then, uh, but in 1993, four no four, five, and six, the Beatles came back together. The three of them, Paul, George, and Ringo, came back together, and they decided that they will use some. They would they would create an anthology, a three album anthology, where they would bring in some for each album would have a brand new song. That would feature some of John's recorded tapes that he did at home. So John Lennon, in his last few days, he was always recording songs, you know, for the album that he was making. But he, there were some songs that he just did demos of. And one of the songs he did was Free the Bird. Another one was a song called Real Love, which I have played before. And another song was called Now and Then. Now and Then came out tomorrow it's coming out tomorrow and the day or the day after I can't, I can't remember it's coming out one of the days I think you can pre-order you can collect it tomorrow but it's going on, on streaming spot or streaming services on Friday but Freeze a Bird is a beautiful song that I'm going to play for you now and then I'll do a little cl- closing and we'll end on McCartney 3 which is the most recent Beatles album but I'll, I'll, I'll tie it all together so this song is from Anthology 1 it came out in 1995 but it was recorded by John Lennon much earlier George Harrison was helped out with this song at the time when they were alive and then George, Ringo and Paul released this on the Beatles anthology along with a lot of early songs that they did and they fixed and they, different, they had different takes and different versions and it's a lovely bit of a piece of music the three, they're all about two hours each it, if you're into it, it's worth listening this is Free as a Bird
So now it's coming to the end of the show. That was Freeze a Bird by the Beatles, which was taken by John Lennon Recordings. And the whole purpose of the show was to prepare you for tomorrow when they release now and then the final ever Beatles song. And it's the final ever Beatles song because it's the last song that they can use John and George together. George put some guitar parts onto the song in the 90s when they were doing Anthology. But because he got fed up because they couldn't, the song was so badly distorted they decided to move on and abandon the song. But through today's technology and through AI learning, AI didn't make the song. It just was able to take John Lennon's voice out of the recording because it was recorded mono on like one, one, one mic does vocals and piano. So AI took John Lennon's voice out and now they can make this song. And it's the last ever Beatles song because it has all four members on it. It is tomorrow. I will be playing that song next week. Since 1975, when that Free as a Bird came out, uh, George Harrison died in 2000. They had a concert for George in 2001 uh, where in which they had like concert for Bangladesh style concert. They brought people in and they performed George Harrison songs for George Harrison and all the money. I believe the money went to charity but a movie came out a year after that as well uh, of, of the album and it was just a beautiful, beautiful experience. And the Beatles are people I absolutely adore. If, you, if you've listened to the show for a while you, you'll know that that's not new news. I absolutely am in love with the Beatles. I'd love to see Paul McCartney live if he ever comes to Ireland again. Or Ringo. I know Ringo's always bopped about the gaff doing his own stuff, but I I, I just, I, I adore the Beatles and I, I just, I like to share the Beatles music because not everyone these days has been exposed to it. So I, I almost take it as my job, but that's my time. I didn't get to the whole story, but I covered all of the 70s and the most important bit of the 80s and then the most important bit of the 90s. And I hope that I hope that's okay. I'm going to finish on a song called Sliding, which came out in 2020 of the most recent Paul McCartney album. 2020 is three years ago now, so he, he's, he's due a new one and I'm waiting for it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you tune in again next week, every week. If you like what you're listening, all the songs are available on AJ's Jukebox on Spotify, in the playlist, and all the shows are on uh, Spotify at Vinyls and Vibes at East FM. Thank you so much for listening. This is Sliding by Paul McCartney.